Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. We all know that Kevin Durant is an otherworldly, once-in-a-generation, any adjective you want to use to describe rarity-type player. But wait until you hear what the Brooklyn Nets reportedly asked the Minnesota Timberwolves in exchange for the Slim Reaper. This is Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app. Courtney Cronin, Harry Douglas sitting in for the guys on this Thursday afternoon, ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. The road to the rematch is on as the bantamweight champion Juliana Pena and former champ Amanda Nunez go head-to-head as coaches on the historic 30th season of The Ultimate Fighter. Stream the series now exclusively on ESPN+. Plus. Sign up now at ESPNplus.com. So, reportedly, according to Vinny Goodwill of Yahoo Sports, the Brooklyn Nets went to Minnesota. You know, one of 29 teams that probably inquired about Kevin Durant's services, said, okay, we'll listen, but we want Carl Anthony Towns. We want the Ant-Man, which, you know, that's how Vinny Goodwill said it on, on the Posted Up podcast with Chris Haynes, which means Anthony Edwards, and they want four draft picks. Now, logic would lead you to believe that this was something that they asked for before Minnesota pulled off the trade to get Rudy Gobert last Friday Mm -hmm. in exchange for four first-round draft picks. But I just cannot believe, like, you want, you're sending Kevin Durant to play with D'Angelo Russell? Like, you'd be giving up, like, the best part of your team with a rising superstar in Anthony Edwards and Carl Anthony Towns, who has rejuvenated himself, found a second wind in his career, and is trending upwards. Like, just the audacity of the Brooklyn Nets to ask for a haul that much. Like, do you think that they were out of line? So I watched a lot of wrestling growing up, and Stone Cold Steve Austin was one of my favorites, right? Okay. So he used to tell people, you hold that son of a bee up, you turn that son of a bee sideways, and you can stick it, you know, where the sun don't shine. If I'm the Minnesota Timberwolves, that's what I'm telling (laughs) the Brooklyn Nets because they're crazy (laughs) as hell. Anthony Edwards and Carl Anthony Towns and four draft picks. I was shocked. They had to be high. They had to be asking for all that. It's almost like they didn't want that to happen. Like exactly. they weren't actually like prepared they're, they're to like accept around. and then like the Timberwolves would be like, "Okay, here you go." They just want to make a mockery of this whole situation. And that's like the thing, like w- why we don't have anything that's happened just yet. It was last Thursday as I was walking into the studios here to do radio at the Seaport in New York when Freddie Coleman who had been hosting Barton Hahn, I walk in, I'm like, wow, college football, man, USC, UCLA, going to the Big Ten. He's like, wait till you hear what I got for you. And it was at that moment that Kevin Durant 
had requested a trade away from the Brooklyn Nets. He you know, apparently spoke with owner Joe Sy and said that he wants to go somewhere else. And I knew in that moment teams that you wouldn't expect to be on the radar for the Brooklyn Nets would inquire about Kevin Durant. You have to. He's a once-in-a-generation That's type right. player. Yes, he is. But at what cost? Like, we had heard the term, like, who's going to give the godfather deal? to the Brooklyn Nets in exchange for Kevin Durant, who's going to be 34 years old this season. Let's remember that, too. And I'm not saying that he's anywhere close to being done in playing, but he's had injuries the last couple years. He had the Achilles thing that happened in 2019 that kept him out of the 2020 season. It just feels like there's there's got to be a limit to a price. (laughs) Like, to ask for... The entire team and then the entire future team for the Minnesota Timberwolves, like that's absurd. Yes, it is. It's and it's and it's insane in my eyes too. But here's the thing that the Brooklyn Nets are probably sitting back in and in, in, in smiling ear to ear on. When you see the Minnesota Timberwolves trade for Rudy Gobert and they give up four first round draft picks I and was, five players, that's basically uh, nine players. Mm-hmm. That's a whole damn Basically team. five first-round draft picks well, because they got the guy Walker the, Kessler. who just got drafted. Exactly. That's insane. But I said for Rudy Gobert, now granted he's going to make your team better, especially defensively, and now you have a big guy in the middle and uh, you have a lot of different pieces that can do different things now. Um, you don't have to worry about Carl Anthony Towns having to be that guy that's trying to stick with centers and being under the basket. Because let's be honest, he, he wants to, be to he wants to play on a damn perimeter. That's what Carl Anthony Towns wants to play. He won the three point contest in the All Star. He wants game, to play on so a perimeter. Like, go for it. But nine players, basically, that's a whole. That's almost a whole team. So it the is. Brooklyn Nets are looking at the whole situation like, you know what? If they gave up that for Rudy Gobert, what can we get for Kevin Durant? Oh, now yeah. I'm. Asking for Anthony Edwards and Cat and four four draft picks, that's absurd. They have the time. They have time on their side, and they have the benefit of having one of the best players. Damn it! I'm sorry. That's ludicrous. No, I I agree (laughs) with you. And and now it's like, well, what are we waiting for? What are the Brooklyn Nets waiting for? And how much longer can this thing possibly go before we find out whether Kevin Durant is going to be somehow staying with the Brooklyn Nets? or whether he's going to be on another team and what the haul would look like in return. Well, Nick Friedell, NBA reporter, was on Get Up earlier this morning and discussed what this timetable could look like for Kevin Durant to be traded. The Nets were hoping, all right, Kevin Durant's available. We're going to take everything we possibly can. And that hasn't been the case. It's not like Sean Marks, Brooklyn's gyms, going into work every day going, you know what I want to do today? I want to trade Kevin Durant. That's the last thing in the world this team wants because they're completely irrelevant the second they make that deal as far as title contention. But if you have a list of teams that he wants to go to and you're trying at least in some way to help him get to a preferred destination, these teams are all seeing what's going on and they're seeing that they can potentially wait it out. The difference is he's got four years so the Nets can say, okay, we can bring him back and they can pull this thing throughout the summer into training camp. It's possible, but I still think something ends up getting done here at some point. Yeah, it feels like he's not playing for the Brooklyn Nets much longer. And I know that kind of what Nick was alluding to is that this thing could go into training camp, mm-hmm. maybe even like they, they would, in theory, would want to get this done if they're going to do it before the start of the regular season. Because, I mean, would Kevin Durant play? Like that, that's my, the thing I was thinking about. Like if he was still on the roster come week one, 
And of course, like I apply my NFL logic and I to Deshaun Watson <laughs> in that situation where it was like, trade me. Houston Texans, and they were like, no. And then he sat out the entire year and still got paid. Like, I I know that it wouldn't be the same sort of situation there, but it doesn't feel like they're in any sort of rush. And I was kind of thinking that the rest of the NBA during free agency, since it just opened last week, would wait. But it does feel like other teams at this point that have wanted to get deals done, much like the Minnesota Timberwolves in, in trading for Rudy Gobert, have said, okay. We know the price is good, asking price is going to be too astronomical for us. We're going to go get done what we want to get done in free agency. And so maybe that does mean a surprise team ends up showing up on this list. And because they're working on it behind the scenes now, according to the timetable with the Brooklyn Nets, because I would imagine it's probably going to, get, going to have to go several – people are going to, going to have to go back and forth several different times before they agree or before the Brooklyn Nets are willing to say, but they don't okay. have to rush. But no. they, don't, they don't have to rush. It's Listen, July KD 7th. Is, KD is signed for the next four years. Mm-hmm. They, don't, they don't have to do it this year if they don't want to. Kyrie is opted in for the 2022-23 season. Yeah. They don't have to do anything. So you're convinced that they'll play, even if Kevin Durant – like. Well, is, is there, I, I never, I I never like, questioned Kevin Durant wanting to play basketball. But, like, would like, he play for the Brooklyn Nets if he's like, please get me out of here? And just lose money like that? Because now they can find him for— They can find him for miss—I mean, I just— a, a breach of contract. <laughs> yeah. I guess, I mean, again, I am applying my NFL logic because like, we just witnessed this happen. And I know it's different CBAs, different contract structures, all of that. But if you're that unhappy in a place and you requested a trade, unless you were— you know, just asking for attention, you clearly don't want to be there. And if the Nets are going to say, well, this hurts us in the long run, because like Nick Ferdell was saying, they are irrelevant the moment that Kevin Durant leaves. I don't care how much of a haul that you get back. It's going to take a while in a rebuilding process, not a retooling process for this Nets team to get to a place where they're relevant in the East and they have odds that would lead you to believe that they are a championship contender. But let's be honest, who's going to watch a Brooklyn Nets game unless it's on primetime TV uh, without Kevin Durant. Nobody. That's why, yeah, they go back into oblivion yeah. at that point. Even if Kyrie Irving's there. Somehow, if, Katie, if uh, Irving's there. If and, he and plays more Durant's than 50% gone, of the games. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't seem to mind uh, sitting out and missing that paycheck. <laughs> but uh, Kevin Durant might. So we'll see how long this thing drags out with the Brooklyn Nets and what other reports come out about what they're asking for. Maybe they're going to ask for like a mansion and a hairy seaplane from Alaska and all of the things that they don't have right now to try to rebuild this Lincoln roster. Ra- Lincoln Riley got a mansion out there at USC. You know what? <laughs> Where did the Brooklyn Nets? Anything is possible. <laughs> the ceiling is the roof. Ask for it all. Coming up next, we're going to get into Harry's great adventure from the state of Alaska. This is Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, ESPN+. Plus. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. So the Brooklyn Nets are ready to pull the wool over 29 other teams' eyes asking for any and everything in exchange for Kevin Durant. What would it take for KD to go somewhere else? What's the trade that no one is talking about? 
888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Kenny and Carlin, ESPN Radio, ESPN app. Courtney Cronin and Harry Douglas sitting in for the guys. Let's hit up the CC call-in line right now. Richard in Texas, tell us the trade that would make the most sense for the Brooklyn Nets, maybe one that nobody's talking about. Yeah, you know what? I was thinking about an even trade, one for one maybe, would be LeBron James for KD. Kyrie wants to play with LeBron. LeBron wants to play with Kyrie, and I think that we can make that happen. Thank you, Richard. You I, I appreciate the call. I couldn't um, even hold my laugh in. Well, I'm sorry, make, Richard. Make it make sense. How would that happen? Uh, like you, LeBron at this point of his career? It doesn't make sense to me. Like, who, it doesn't make sense. What else would the Lakers have to throw in? Two AD? More, yeah, two more players, in my, in my opinion. <laughs> That's a, that, is, that, is, that, is, that is ridiculous. Richard, we still love you, though. We appreciate yeah, you we listening to the too. Um, that is ridiculous, though, Richard. Th- there would have to be multiple first-round picks beyond that. I mean, because you've got to look at, too, like where Kevin – look, I understand. Like, we're going to put them in – from the logic of putting them in the same category of player, like, you know, top 10 player in the NBA right now, of course you'd have both of them in there. I yep. think most people would. Um but LeBron's going to be 38 years old, I yeah. believe, this year. Kevin Durant's going to be 34. Like, he's going to be playing a lot longer than LeBron is going to be. Um, Katie is a walking bucket. Yes. Like, a I understand Le- LeBron is greatness personifying. Don't get me wrong, but you can't make that trade make sense unless there's, like, other hefty draft compensation. I don't know if Sean Marks would pick up the phone and laugh or if he would just be like, <laughs> all right, well, let's work on this, and you can send us like X, Y, Z, maybe throw a player in there, give us the rest of your draft, um, like they did to other teams. Let's go out to Cody in Boston. Cody, give us your KD trade. Hey, guys. Uh, so Jermaine Wiggins was on a local talk show, and he said that he sat down with Jalen Brown and said that he's disgruntled. I know his contract's up in 2024. He's an undra- or a, uh, unrestricted free agent and in 2024. So I don't, I don't think any other trade makes sense other than the Boston Celtics sending Jalen Brown to the Brooklyn Nets for KD with a bunch of draft capital, maybe Peyton Pritchard, Marcus Smart. I just think that makes the most logical sense. What do you guys think? Thanks for the call. Um, it has to be more than one player. Yeah, I mean, he he would th- he was talking about throwing in like draft capital and also some depth there. Peyton Pritchard, Grant um, Williams, Marcus Smart. I mean, it seems again like one that you'd ask for a lot, including stars. And the good thing for them, the Boston Celtics, and a trade that I feel like got buried because of the Rudy Gobert news and because of Kevin Durant trying to get out of of Brooklyn, is Malcolm Brogdon going signing in free agency mm-hmm. with the. Boston Celtics like they they get a true point guard and they don't have to give up their core like this to me would go against what they're trying to do because they're trying to run it back with their main group and that's the reason I think that they absolutely won that they won like the deal that they were able to pull off last week when free agency started with Brogdon going to Boston like they would end up I guess kind of like changing course. If and that they, makes and they basically got Malcolm Brogdon for a bag of peanuts. You know, the peanuts mm-hmm. that they used to give us on our Delta flights. But now since people are allergic to peanuts and stuff like that. And they give you butter, Biscoff. Like, they, why are you yeah, complaining? They, they, That's they, they, just as good. But they give us almonds. I don't eat no damn almonds. <laughs> Same family, Harry. I don't want it's no a, damn it's, almonds. It's a legume. I want the peanuts. Okay. <laughs> I will buy you peanuts at 7-Eleven next time I go. Um, yeah, no, I mean, there's there's – 
I don't hate the idea. Like, it makes more logical sense than LeBron for KD. Mm-hmm. Um, in if, if Jalen Brown truly is, like, disgruntled with the situation there, and maybe he is. I mean, you look at uh, what happened with Jason Tatum kind of letting him down in the postseason, and if you were to pair Tatum with, you know, the player that he's on course to try to be like in Kevin Durant, I don't think you'd say no if you could pull it off if you're the Boston Celtics. But that one... That one doesn't feel too realistic to me either. What other ones are you guys talking about? Triple eight, say ESPN, eight 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 seven two nine three seven seven six. The Brooklyn Nets are taking their sweet time, so we would like to know from you what the trade compensation, the best trade compensation, most realistic trade compensation would be for Kevin Durant. Um, so were you here when free agency hit or were you in Alaska at that point? I was in Alaska. Okay, so, so like did you what I, time was it when the KD news hit? It was four there? it was four hours behind. Okay. So but I didn't see that news until I got off the boat. Because when you're out there on the ocean, um, you don't have signal on your phone. So when what I came that? in, I started getting well, I, t- I take that back. When you're fishing for King Salmon, there's a hot spot r- right in there somewhere. You go out for the halibut, you gotta go a lot further and you okay. you know you don't have signal. So my phone started dinging, but you can't really, it really doesn't work like you want it to work. So when I got back, I, I started getting all kind of messages and stuff. And then I went straight to the TV. Couldn't even go down to the to the lodge, to the bar with my buddies and drink because I had to go watch, go look in front of a TV and see what's going on. Because, see, I still have a job. Yeah, you had to prepare to for this all week. I have a job. Wait, so explain to me, you have great vacations. You're going to Columbia soon. Yes. So you went to Alaska. Polar opposite sides of the of the world, which yep. is really cool. Like, how did this Alaska trip come about? So every year, my buddies John Bobette, Tom Mahoney, Alex Choquette, um, all of us go. It's about nineteen of us went on this fishing trip. Oh wow! And That's a crew. we basically booked the entire lodge. So we took up the entire lodge. Shout out to Tracy um, and Dwayne for for being amazing at Dove Allen Lodge out there in Alaska and Sitka. And man, we just have the best of time. When I mean we have the best of time. We go land fishing. We go deep sea fishing. We ride ATVs. We go out and um, learn how to use, um, you know, things the proper way. I don't want to say it because you have a lot of stuff going on these days with, 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 with certain things that people love, and it should mm-hmm. be a lot more strict rules to be sure. able to buy one and get them. But we just had an, uh, a, a dope time. See bears out there. And bears, I'll tell you, last year when I went, there was a bear within probably 12 to 15 yards of us. Were you scared? Uh, yeah, but they told us to, like, just stay together um, at the same time. But it's so much food out there in Alaska for them. They're not really worried about us. Trying to eat the salmon that you got. Yeah. Okay, so wait, how big was the haul that you ended up coming back with, like, fish? Um, I have a big box worth. Like did, a you, ton did you bring of, it on the airplane? Yeah, you just you just sit it underneath the airplane. Um, it stays frozen. They freeze it. Okay. But a bunch of king salmon halibut, lean cod, and black bass is in my deep freezer right now. How like, did, did you get like a, a weight on how many like how many pounds of fish did you guys catch? So the last day I do I did get the weight because I focused on the last day because my boat that I was on, boat one, which happened to dance with our King Salmon. Y'all can go to my uh, oh, Instagram I saw and it. stuff and watch the videos and Twitter. Uh, we caught 101 pounds of fish the last day, which was the most on that trip. That is incredible. Um, so there's a cookout happening at your house, I assume, soon. Yeah, I mean, just, I know you cooked was, out for the 4th of July. It was just one for the 4th. Oh. And my so, daughter had my daughter loves salmon, so I had to cook salmon. I cooked some little lobster. That's all I was, my, wife, good. my wife wanted that. You know, I'm like, okay, baby. You and, know. Yeah, you got anniversary, the anniversary coming up. Anything yep. you want. <laughs> want a feet rub, too? <laughs> so the the Alaska trip, We've we're going to get into this at some point in the show. I heard that. 
you got a prank pulled on you. Yes. Give us a little tease about what this is. Well, you know, you're not supposed to go to sleep on a plane. What kind of plane was it again, Courtney? Uh, seaplane. A seaplane, right? Not supposed to really go to sleep. Why? And is that like a is that like a rule or is it just well, like just, you know, you're supposed to pay attention at all times. And I had a buddy that was sitting uh beside the pilot that decided he wanted to play jokes and stuff. Okay. So I'll leave it there, and I'll tell the rest. Harry got got, and we're going to tell you about that later on in Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, the ESPN app. But coming up next, how much better does Baker Mayfield make the Carolina Panthers? Two days here on Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, ESPN app. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. We're about three weeks away from training camp, so what better time to do a SWOT analysis, strength, weaknesses, opportunity, and threats for the Carolina Panthers, a team that has a new quarterback on the roster as of Wednesday, Baker Mayfield, traded to the Panthers from the Cleveland Browns yesterday. Candy and Carlin, ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Courtney Crone and Harry Douglas presented to you by Progressive Insurance. So let's go through the SWOT analysis, Harry. I'm going to start with the strengths for this Carolina Panthers team. Started out hot last year. They were 3-0, and and then they finished 5-12. and Yeah, so, I'm going to go strengths. Strengths for me. Sorry, Courtney. <laughs> no, I mean, like, is, is the strength the most obvious one? The defense? No, I'm going to go offensive line. Okay. Even though they wasn't as good I, I, in my eyes last year, but you're getting guys back from injury. Lermy Tunsil, a guy who plays the position uh, tackle, left tackle, very, very well. Keon Green, they drafted him um, out of Texas A&M. He's a guy, when I watched his film, going against Will Anderson Jr. from Alabama the last few years, mm-hmm. it really impressed me. And I see why the Houston Texans chose him at the uh, at the spot that they did chose him. They also have Brett at the center position. So I think this offensive line for the Houston Texans is going to be a lot better than a lot of people give them credit for. And you're going to need that with Davis Mills being a second-year quarterback in the NFL. Yeah. So the way that I look at this with Carolina, I, I think that there's an upgrade at the quarterback position. I do. And I think that their skill group is actually really good. I know that we have some questions about Christian McCaffrey and the durability, but – For me, it's the defense, and it's that defensive line. Like, this could be a group whose pass rush is among, like, the better better pass rushers in the NFL. I'm not going to say, like, you know, top three, maybe a top ten Oh, I'm sorry. We talking about Carolina? We are. Oh, I'm on Houston. No, we're uh, talking about Carolina. Oh, okay. okay. Oh, the Lord. I know. I heard Davis Mills, and I was like, "Well, Carrie, Harry, Harry's uh, just on I'm, the next one." It's I'm fine. We going about the Houston. Go ahead, Courtney. Okay. Take us off. <laughs> so, um, Carolina's defensive line. They had, they're pretty stacked as far as like talent that they have there. Derek Brown on the verge of becoming like very very good. I don't Legit. think he's Aaron Donald anytime Legit. yet or Jeffrey Simmons, but Brian Burns who. I just want him to be on a good team. Like, because he is so effective at rushing the passer. So consistent throughout his career. Um, and I feel like between him and Derek Brown, they have, like, one of the better one-two punches in terms of edge, uh, you know, pass rushers who are yep. going to try to get, you know, get after the quarterback. So 
Beyond Baker Mayfield, because I do think the obvious strength there would be they haven't upgraded their position. I think the defense is going to be vastly improved from what it was Can last I have year. a redo? Yeah, of course. Okay, I'm going to go with the defense, but I'm going to go with the secondary. Okay. Because I do like J.C. Horn. I was able to play with his father, Joe Horn. I know this kid's mentality. Sure. He is a straight dog, and you're not going to punk him out there on the edge, especially if he's one-on-one with wide receivers. Dante Jackson, a guy who played a, a great brand of football last year. Jeremy Chan at the safety position. And then you have Xavier Woods. But you have C.J. Henderson, who they got in the, via trade from the Jacksonville Jaguars, another guy who was a first-round draft pick that they have in the secondary. So I'm going to go with the secondary for the Carolina Panthers. Okay, weaknesses. I'm going to go ahead and say it's coaching. <laughs> I've been ragging on Matt Rule all day. Quarterback decision making. Um, that too. Uh, but for me, it's they have a new play caller in Ben McAdoo. He's incorporating what we've heard, some some air raid concepts. So maybe that'll help Baker Mayfield. But I still, you know, the buck stops with, with, with Matt Rule. He fired Joe Brady on his bye week last year. Yep. So at this point, he's run out of fall guys because mm-hmm. he got a new quarterback. He fired the whiz kid offensive coordinator that he wanted to hire and bring in there. So unless somehow there's some miraculous like mindset change in terms of how you coach in the NFL, I don't think that their coaching staff led by Matt Rule is going to be their strength. It's, it's a weakness for me. Yep. So opportunity now, right? Well, do you have a weakness? Oh, weakness. <laughs> Quarterback position. Sure. I mean, because yeah. that, that, that right now that's the question mark, mm-hmm. right? And then right now you have two guys who are going to be fighting for the starting job who, who are first and second in interceptions since 2018 to come into the National Football League. Yep. So that's what I have. Even though the, the offensive line gave up 52 sacks last year, um, they drafted Ikemi Kwanu. They got a little bit better there. So the question mark lies for this team at the quarterback position. ESPN Radio presented by Progressive Insurance. Courtney Cronin, Harry Douglas sitting in for Canty and Carlin. Okay, opportunities. And you mentioned Iki Aquanu, who they drafted six overall, and mm-hmm. they did a good job staying put where they were. Yes, they traded up to get Matt Corral, but they didn't overdraft and, and, and you know pick a quarterback at six when it didn't feel like it was the right move. I actually don't hate their draft, and I feel like the young core that they have yes. that they can build on is an opportunity. Now, it might not be panning out this year, but it's an opportunity <laughs> for the future. Opportunity for me is that if Matt Rule and a lot of guys on this team can stay healthy, they will be better than last year. Not playoff better to, to the point where they're making the playoffs, but if they can show strides that they're getting better each week and then they're better as a team, is that enough? For management, David Tepper to be like, you know what, we're gonna we're gonna let Matt Rule stick this thing out one more year because we've seen that promise. Anything short of nine wins this year, I believe, gets Matt Rule gone. Oh, so, yeah. so I I think that's you know it's probably already like decided, but they're at least trying to turn the tide. They just kind of got to get through this one year because Dave Tepper learns what happens when you give someone a seven year contract. It's very expensive to buy them out of it. You got to ride the wave a little bit. Yep. All right, threats. So you can perceive a threat kind of however you want with our SWAT analysis. To me, it's the schedule. Like, they open up against Cleveland Mm -hmm. at home. Mm -hmm. So revenge game narratives all over the place. They've got New York, New Orleans, Arizona, San Francisco, and Los Angeles, then Tampa Bay in the first seven weeks of the year. You said this earlier. They might start out one and six. Their their own schedule is a threat to their success. (laughs) That's the thing for me. And then... I hate the fact that people keep saying, okay, they had the Falcons twice. They split with the Falcons last year. Mm -hmm. 
I used to work with the, the, the Falcons media team. So I watched that first game that they won. They should have lost that game. Yeah. So they should probably could have went 0-2 last year against the Atlanta Falcons. So people just saying, hey, they're going to win that those two games. No, it's not a guarantee. They lost to the Giants last year, who people are just saying right now, oh, okay, they're going to beat the Giants. Like It's not a foregone conclusion in my mind, yeah. especially when you talk about a team that has upgraded offensive line and defensive line. Yep. Um yeah, like there's no there's no give me's here in the first seven weeks of the season for the Carolina Panthers. I'm going schedule two. And yeah, so schedule schedule's the easy one there. Baker Mayfield doesn't walk into a team that's playoff bound or like a piece away. There's still a lot of things that could be a threat to their success. Harry and I both agree that the schedule is the top one of those, but others that you could certainly make a case for with the Carolina Panthers. All right, coming up next, we'll get a little bit more into Carolina's playoff future are they a playoff team with baker mayfield kenny and carlin espn radio espn plus kenny and carlin espn radio espn plus courtney crone and harry douglas fresh off a trip to alaska enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at betmgm sign up using code first take and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet when you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. You were on a seaplane. For for those who don't know, Harry was fishing. He caught 100-plus pounds of king salmon. You can go to his house in Atlanta for a barbecue. We've already invited the entire listenership. Um, but you were on a seaplane. Was that going to go fishing? Uh, land fishing. La- okay. Uh, freshwater fishing. Freshwater fishing. Yep. Um, you were tired, obviously, like Alaska was a long way away. Exhausting. And you fell asleep on the airplane, which apparently on a seaplane you're it's not supposed to do. It's a no-no. Okay. Explain what happened. Um. I'm trying to enjoy my nap, my 30-minute nap that it takes us to get to land where we're going to go freshwater fishing. By the way, caught a lot of freshwater fish, but you have to throw them back in the water. Um, I decided to close my eyes, and obviously I'm dreaming because my buddy got has this stuff on video. I'm dreaming. So you hit the rim. And I'm smiling while I'm dr- like dreaming and I'm asleep because I had to be dreaming about something really, really good. Probably the fish you're about Next to thing you know, I'm awaking because the plane takes a nose dive about 700 feet down. And I go crazy because I'm thinking my life is about to flash before my eyes. Rightfully so. And everyone's laughing. We got you. Because they've been trying to scare me their entire trip. And I and I, and I told them, listen, you can't scare me. Like, stop trying to scare me. But they got me, Courtney. Like, it, they got me. I would imagine anyone would have that same reaction if all of a sudden you're <laughs> awakened by the force of the plane going down <laughs> and you believe that this is the end for you. How did the pilot like? The pilot was just like joking around, and he just like eventually leveled off. After you were you screaming? Well, he's well. I was I was definitely screaming. <laughs> uh, I was saying a ton of curse words because I thought my life was over, yeah. and I was thinking in my head, "Damn, I didn't even get a chance to say bye to my family." That's unfortunate. That's like honestly kind of <laughs> traumatic. <laughs> Listen, 
I wasn't the same the rest of the trip. <laughs> I wasn't the same. So I didn't I, – I, I kept – Going to sleep on the boats and stuff as well because I get seasick very easily. Uh-huh. If you're taking a Dramamine. So like I'm sleeping, sleepy. but then I'm, I'm like, I'm waking up instantly because I'm thinking people are trying to do stuff to me. Yeah. That's so the that, anxiety. Yeah. I would absolutely understand that, and that would absolutely happen to me too. Um, plane was fine, though, like after that? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you he, get them back? Great pilot, great pilot. Don't want to get him in trouble. Great pilot, amazing pilot, great human being. Uh, one of the best, man. He took us through the mountains uh-huh. and was doing all this sideways type thing through the mountains and that whole ordeal, seeing the snow and the, uh, the mountain uh, goats and stuff like that. So it was, it was pretty dope. But, but you never got him back. Oh, no, no. I was good. You got something coming? No, I'm okay. Okay. <laughs> Harry wants to get invited back, so he's not going to do yeah, anything okay. that will jeopardize <laughs> that so he can catch another 100 pounds of king salmon, halibut, all the other things that he got during his trip to Atlanta. More Carolina Panthers talk coming up next. ESPN Radio, ESPN app. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Kenny and Carlin, ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Courtney Cronin, Harry Douglas sitting in for the guys on this Thursday afternoon. ESPN Radio is presented to you by Progressive Insurance. So we were talking about the Carolina Panthers here doing a little SWAT analysis earlier in the show. Let's welcome in Adam Gold, host of the Adam Gold Show on 99 The Fan. Uh, Adam, thoughts on Baker's deal and the chance for him to reinvent himself in this quarterback room, even though he's going to face a quarterback competition? I mean, it's competition, but I think the bar is low. If you can't get over Sam Darnold, kind of hard (laughs) you're not really reinventing yourself if you can't beat out sam darnold i anticipate that while it's not a formality baker will have to play well i think baker's baseline is probably better than sam darnold's baseline so good for baker he'll get a year to kind of uh, reestablish a career but i'm not really sure what the panthers are doing i really i'm really not uh you know, good for them. It only cost him a fifth-round pick, and that's conditional. And they're only paying his base salary, which is about $5 million. So it doesn't hurt him that much, although it's $5 million less they get to spend on something else. I'm just not sure how much better it makes them. It's better. Baker's probably a, what, 20 to 25 starting quarterback in the league, and Darnold is below that. But I don't think Baker's the guy. So I'm not really sure what they're doing other than damaging potential draft position. But uh, it is what it is. They've been searching for the next guy for a long time, and uh, it hasn't gone well. So, Adam, I would ask you this. What's the ceiling for the Carolina Panthers in 2022 if Baker Mayfield is their starting quarterback? Well, look, again, I I think Baker can be a top 20 to 25, you know, fifth best starting quarterback in the league. And I like what the Panthers have done. I don't want to completely, you know, dump on what Carolina did in the offseason. 
I actually think they did a great job rebuilding one of the worst offensive lines I've ever seen. I think they actually have a chance to be a maybe top half of the league uh, offensive line. Um, I still think they leave something to be desired at receiver, uh, not just wide receiver, but tight end. But you've got Christian McCaffrey. You've got a very good young defense. It's not as good as it was at the beginning of last year, but I still think it's very good. So, I mean, the question is, is Matt Rule good enough as a head coach to take advantage of it? We really haven't seen signs in the last two years that Rule uh, is that guy. But, hey, anybody can get good. I didn't like Ron Rivera for two years of being a head coach. and. Uh, all of a sudden, by year three, he kind of looked the part. So maybe Matt Rule will take that step. Uh, he's a, a tremendously nice human being, and I think sincere, but the games are different, the college and the pro game. Um, so I like everything else Carolina did. Um, I'm just not sure that this quarterback puts them over the top. For instance, what if the 49ers released Jimmy Garoppolo? Wouldn't that have been a better op- uh, option for Carolina than – Baker Mayfield? I don't know. Uh, but they've been dying for a quarterback uh, for a long time. So this is it. Talking with Adam Gold, Gold, host of the Adam Gold Show on 99 The Fan in Raleigh. And you mentioned Matt Rule. What does his job security look like this year? Is there like a certain threshold he has to reach in order to remain the head coach of the Carolina Panthers? I mean, I, honestly, I, it's hard to say. I mean, if they could make the playoffs as like the last team in, but be nine and eight, and maybe he doesn't come back, they could miss the playoffs, but look the part. And because the quarterback position wasn't good enough, he could come back. I honestly, I don't even, I don't even know if it's Harry would be better at that than me. Right. <laughs> Harry knows what it looks like, what it's supposed to look like. Uh, you know, we, we can sit and speculate all day long. Um, I, I just want them to not waste timeouts. I want them to be ready pre-snap. We haven't seen, seen that in two years. That's my bar. I just want them to not waste more timeouts than anybody in the league. So, Adam, Christian McCaffrey, you brought him up. How healthy does he need to be in order for this ship to sail in the right direction uh, for uh, the Carolina Panthers, that is? Well, I mean, if Christian McCaffrey is healthy – I mean, I don't know if there's a better running back in the league based on everything he can do. He can run between the tackles. He can run wide. You can put him out in pass patterns. Uh, you can. He's a great safety valve. He blocks. I mean, he could be on the field for every snap. Um, the last two years are the first two that he hasn't been completely durable, going back to college. Um, so if he's healthy, then he's one of the great weapons in the league. And if he's banged up and he can't go, then they're going to suffer because they don't have an option behind him. Christian McCaffrey played 10 games combined the last two seasons after subsequent injuries limited him. The Carolina Panthers did rely on him those first early years after he was drafted. And, you know, he does have the ceiling to be one of the best running backs in the NFL. It's durability concerns that now we have to ask ourselves about because this offense is predicated off of having a strong run game, which allows the quarterback, which Mm -hmm. should be Baker Mayfield, to do a lot of really good things. Uh, We'll see if they're able to do that. He is Adam Gold. Gold. I'll get that right one day. Host of the Adam Gold Show, 99 The Fan in Raleigh, joining Courtney Cronin and Harry Douglas here in Canty and Carlin. Adam, thanks so much for the time. Hey, anytime. 
All right, coming up next, switching gears back into the NBA. We've talked about Kyrie Irving. We've talked about Kevin Durant and what trades would make sense, some that might blow your mind. Someone suggested KD for LeBron straight up. Now, while that one doesn't make a whole ton of sense, what teams other than the Lakers would make the most sense for Kyrie Irving, since he's also a part of this deal in one way or another? It's Canning Carlin, ESPN, ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, talking Lakers and Kyrie Irving. Coming up next, Courtney Cronin, Harry Douglason for the guys. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com.